Hello and welcome to the bit delayed episode of What Happened Gaming Edition, going over part 2 of E3 2019. I know this is a bit of old news now and I apologize for it, but I did want to do it before I move forward with this podcast. So for part 2 of E3 coverage, I'll be going over some of the announcements from Ubisoft, Square Enix, Nintendo, and wrap up with some of my games of E3. So Ubisoft had a bit of a mixed press conference this year and that was due to a lack of variety. Assassin's Creed is taking the year off, Blink to Cell, Skull and Bones, and Beyond Good and Evil were nowhere to be found. Instead we got a heavy dose of Tom Clancy. But before that let's talk about one of the more interesting games, Watch Dogs 3. It was rumored to be announced at E3 and it was, with Watch Dogs 3 being announced and now set in London in a bit of a future post-Brexit. And the country has become more author- authoritarian. I understand when Ubisoft says that their games are not political, that's fine. But that stance becomes hard to believe and defend when they say, oh, this game is set after Brexit. Like, does it need to be? Anyway, it looks good, and the twist here is that there is no main character. Instead, you can play as NPCs, you can recruit, and there is permadeath, so I like the change. They hammered home this point by showing you can play as a grandma taking down guards. Watch Dog 3 will come out March 2020. While Assassin's Creed has taken a year off, Assassin's Creed Odyssey got an update allowing players to make their own missions. This is a smart move from them as it would allow the game to last longer and will make the year off less noticeable. Apparently Ubisoft is getting into TV production by working with Rob McKinley as they are producing a show about game development for Apple's TV service, TV+. It looks interesting, so I'd give it a watch. You know, will it be any good? Eh. Ubisoft is also getting into the subscription service game with Uplay+. It launches in September for $15 per month and will include over 100 Ubisoft games. For the games in the subscription, it will include all the DLC and new games will be included as well when they come out, like Watch Dogs 3 for example. Now right now at launch, it will only be available on PC and will be available for Google Stadia when that comes out in November. There are no plans currently for PS4 or Xbox One support. I like the idea of the service, but $15 is way too much. For $15, I can get Xbox Game Pass and EA Access combined, and that has a lot more value. I understand since they will add new games as they come out, it can't be too cheap, but $10 would be a lot better. To end the show, Ubisoft teased a new game called Gods and Monsters, which will come out next February. It looks interesting, but I need to see more. So let's go over the Tom Clancy news. First, they talked more about Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I mentioned if you play solo, you'll have AI teammates. This is great because I never got into Wildlands because I don't think it had this feature. This makes it more accessible to solo gamers and I'm more interested in it and will probably get it on sale. Rainbow Six is getting a new game with Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Outbreak. This game is in part based off the limited game mode Rainbow Six Siege had last year. This is another game coming out in 2020, but Ubisoft did not give any specific release date. Lastly, there is now a Tom Clancy Free Squad. A mobile game featuring Tom Clancy characters like Sam Fisher. <sighs> Look, I'm all for mobile games that really push the limit of phones like Civilization 6 and PUBG Mobile, but the art style for this game looks really bad. Just ill. Now that we're all out of fucks to give for Tom Clancy games, let's move on to Square Enix, which this year had taken Sony's spot for their E3 presentation. They started off with a heavy hitter Final Fantasy VII Remake, and they showed off a lot. They showed off a trailer, some gameplay, and gave it a release date, March 3rd, 2020. Early 2020 is going to be a bloodbath, with everything coming out, if you haven't noticed already. Leaving that to the side, the game looks real good with a nice combat system. As someone who has not played the original version, but have heard its praises, this is one of the games I'm looking forward to the most next year. Also, this is still episodic, so this is part one of two, three, four, whatever, however many they make.
They're still not clear on that, but there were also other Final Fantasy news besides this, including Final Fantasy VIII being remastered and coming out this year, and Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remastered coming out at the end of the year as well, coming to PS4, Switch, and smartphones. Then they announced a brand new game coming from the studio People Can Fly with Outriders. If you don't know People Can Fly, they're the ones that made Gears of War Judgment. Outriders is a sci-fi based co-op shooter coming out sometime this winter on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Kingdom Hearts 3 is getting DLC called Remind and will be coming out sometime this winter. Finally, Square Enix finished showing off the Avengers game. We still don't know exactly what it'll be, but there will be additional superheroes as DLC and there is some multiplayer component to the game. While graphically, the game looks great, the models for Avengers look too similar to the MCU versions, but they're not exactly the same, so it just looks off. Assuming no delays, Avengers will be out May 2020. So that was Square Enix, and it was a way better show than last year's. Lastly, we got Nintendo, and they had a decent showing. Some of the bigger games they had previously announced were not shown off like Metro Prime 4 and Bayonetta 3, but it was still a good show. Better than last year, where almost half the show was just for... Super Smash Bros. We got a trailer for Animal Crossing with a new release date of March 20th, 2020. It got a small delay as it was expected to come out at the end of 2019. For first party games that are coming out this year, Nintendo showed off Luigi Mansion 3 and introduced Gooey. Gooigi is a Luigi made of goo and allows a second player to join you in the game or if you play it by yourself, you can switch between the both. Nintendo did not give Luigi Mansion 3 a set date, just that it'll be released sometime in 2019. The remake of Link's Awakening got another trailer, and is coming out September 20th. For third-party games, The Witcher 3 is coming out to the Switch. Now, it doesn't look that good. But still, I want to know what kind of voodoo work CD Projekt Red did to get this done. That will be coming out by the end of the year. More Resident Evil games are coming with Resident Evil 5 and 6 out sometime this fall. Alien Isolation is also coming out sometime this year. An odd pick for a port, but there have been rumors for a sequel. And if there is, then it makes sense. If you are a Dragon Quest fan, Dragon Quest XI S Definitive Edition comes out September 27th. We got another trailer for Pokemon Sword and Shield that was shown and is still coming out in November. I feel at times this game is being rushed with the news that there will be no national Pokédex, which fans are really upset about, and it just doesn't look that great. I prefer if it comes out next year and looked a lot better and have features older Pokemon games had. Super Smash Bros. is getting new DLC characters, which are Banjo-Kazooie and a character from Dragon Quest called Hero. I don't play Super Smash Bros., so I don't really care that much. However, I think it is cool that Microsoft and Nintendo got together for Banjo-Kazooie to be in the game. Lastly, Nintendo ended their news with a teaser trailer for the next Legend of Zelda game, simply saying that the sequel to The Breath of the Wild is now in development. So a decent showing from Nintendo. Some games missing, but considering how other game companies did, <clears throat> Ubisoft, Nintendo did good. Before I wrap this up, just like last year on what happened, I do have my picks for Best of E3. Obviously, the first one is Cyberpunk 2077. The game still looks amazing, added Keanu Reeves, and a solid release date. Easy, best of the best. Our second pick is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Again, having never played the first one, this is one I'm looking forward to a lot next year, and it does look really good. Everything from the cutscenes to the gameplay. My last pick is Doom Eternal, which as someone who has enjoyed Doom, this looks even more insane than that, and that's a high bar. Also, if you have not played Doom, go play it. It usually is on sale for $10-$15 to $15 on PlayStation and the Xbox. Well, after a few weeks late, my E3 coverage is finally over. I'll now be moving forward doing podcasts to focus on more up-to-date news. If you want to see when a new episode is out, please subscribe or check out my Instagram at Tile Callahan Media. Thanks for listening. See you next time.